What are professionals in the food and beverage industry doing to decrease downtime, improve visibility, and increase productivity? What are the benefits of getting everyone from line leads to supervisors involved with corporate-wide improvement initiatives? On this podcast, we discuss topics like these with professionals from diverse industries and share ideas about using relevant data to identify issues and optimize their processes. This is Inductive Conversations with Don Pearson and today's guest, Dan Stoft, a professional in the food and beverage industry. Welcome. Thanks for your time. Thank you, Don. Because we have a diverse audience across many industries, can you just explain a little bit about the work that you do to people outside of the industry, which will sort of bridge us into a little bit more of an ignition discussion? Yeah, sure. Um, My company is a food manufacturing company with six sites across four states. Um, I run the operational technology group um, for all six of the sites. And the role of our group is to get relevant, actionable data from the plant floor and the equipment and in front of the uh, decision makers in a manner that they can understand and make decisions to allow us to improve and uh, reduce costs and increase efficiencies. Well, that's a good broad mission that you got that you're supposed to accomplish. Now, let me let me bridge into, I mean, we've known each other for a number of years, so I'm going to go back as if I don't know you. Tell us a little bit about how you were introduced to Ignition. It's actually a funny story, and I know you like it. Um, my company about five years ago was looking at different SCADA solutions. Uh, we were kind of flying blind. We didn't have a lot of automation. We had a ton of automation on the floor, but we didn't have a lot of automation that was connected. So we were relying a lot on uh, tick sheets and, and uh, you know, Excel spreadsheets filled out by the, the supervisors and leads. So we were basically managing the company by driving forward while looking in the rearview mirror. So we decided that we needed a, a data collection MES solution that would allow us to get the real-time data um, in front of the decision makers in a manner that made it immediately um, visible as to what the current situation was. So we went out, we looked at 10 different vendors. Um, Ignition was not on the list. I'd never heard of inductive automation. Um, they weren't one of the, the big players. And we actually had one of your um, competitors, a little company called Wonderware, come in and, and they gave us their dog and pony show and we asked for you know a guesstimate on what it would cost based on our estimate on number of tags. And, and they threw a number out that was over $200,000. And my, uh, my boss at the time kind of chuckled. And the salesman looked at me and he goes, well, if you don't like that, there's this little startup in California we've heard about. And, and they're supposedly you know, pretty cheap and they don't have all the functionality, but you know, uh, that might be something you might want to investigate. So your competitor sent us to you. A nice introduction. We thank them kindly for that. At which point, you know, I, I got a hold of uh, Inductive, got connected with Raman. Raman did um, a video demo from the install, showing the two-minute install, showing how, how easy it was to, to get the system set up. And uh, due to the trial, we were able to download a copy of Ignition for free. Um, I set up one of our plants, uh, a manufacturing line, to, to see what the capabilities were. Had all functionality, just had the two-hour trial limit on it. So we basically built a platform for free and t- took it to our corporate leadership and said, hey, this is what you can get. Here's the cost, and by the way, it's about 
you know, 15% of what Brand X, you know, said the system was going to cost. Wow. And we've been with you for the last four years. It's been going fast for the last four years. So about your own discovery process, that's how you heard about Ignition. But you've also learned it. Um, your discovery process about the platform, did you interact with the university? Did you use a manual? Did you use the forum? Did you use all of the above, none of the above? How did you gain your own skills and start utilizing it inside the company? I actually did it the wrong way. Um, the, the issue is Ignition is so easy that, that you can throw a screen together that that's fully functional and you can do it in a very inef inefficient manner. So the way that I initially, I was the initial developer um, for the company, and I basically read the manual um, when I when I hit a sticking point. You know, I've, I've had experience with a number of the competitors to Inductive, and they're all pretty same in the way they work. Um, so I'd go to Inductive University and focus in on, if I had a problem with the report, focus in on the report module and, and the videos. If I had a problem with scripts, I'd focus in on that. Uh, knowing now uh, what I wish I knew then, I probably would have gone through the whole inductive automation, inductive university, um, the whole course scheme mm -hmm. to really understand the best way to do things because the way I did it wasn't the best. Um, so now I've got three developers that work underneath me and all three of them are ignition credentialed through inductive university. And one of them just, um, he's an overachiever. So he went out and got gold certified a month ago. Cool. And I've learned a lot from them and how I did it the wrong way, and they know how to do it the right way. Well, that's okay. You know, they, 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 they stood on your shoulders and went further. You know, that's how it's supposed to be. So what's your favorite thing? Just as a quick little thing, what's your favorite thing about working with Ignition, if there is a favorite thing? Yeah, my favorite thing about Ignition is the speed that you can develop in. Um, one of my counterparts in our continuous improvement team, when we, when we were initially putting one of our first real plants online, um, he always had this mantra to ask me, well, can I do this? Can I do this? And, you know, we were able to very rapidly do things that, that he requested um, much faster than we could do in the competitive environments. So really the speed is... Okay. So if we take a look at you personally, your own professional experience with it, how has Ignition in your in your career, in your job with your company, how has it inspired, shaped, influenced anything about you as you've evolved professionally over those years since you were introduced to it? So probably the biggest impact that Ignition's had is when we initially, the, the initial scope of the project was a machine data collection system. It, it was a very narrow scope. And Ignition is so powerful. You know, there's so much stuff you can do with it. You know, working with our plant management and our IT folks and and uh, continuous improvement team, you know, we keep finding new ways to use Ignition and in, in, in ways that nobody else uses Ignition. And just, it, it, it forces you to think outside the box because when you're constrained to, you know, we're just going to grab data and report on it, you know, that's one mindset. But when your mind opens up and you go, well, well I can really do anything with this, you know, that's, that, that's powerful. Sure, sure. I know that I've had conversations outside of this little, you know, tape discussion here with you about ROI and the importance of getting value from what you're doing. In fact, yesterday you showed me some graphs on some of your production lines and what's happened with your OEE, uh, reductions in downtime, increases in productivity. So there's a lot of challenges you face in food and beverage. Productivity and handling downtime is certainly one of them. Can you say anything about how Ignition's helped in terms of getting a real return? Yeah, it's cheaper. 
But if it doesn't do anything good, it doesn't matter. It's cheaper. Let's look at the positive gain end of it. Yeah, so initially the, the first positive we saw when we were looking at just our process stuff like wastewater treatment and, and, uh, and refrigeration and such, it was just getting the data visible and, and getting employees engaged and be able to go out and see what, you know, what's really going on. So, so we were able to optimize our processes, which reduce costs, obviously. We were able to predict when downtime would occur um, based on some of the, the inputs we had. But we didn't really see the real value in Ignition until this year we really launched a corporate-wide continuous improvement initiative, um, which involves all levels, everybody in, our, in all our plant, in all our plants. And the focus is to get, to figure out what all of our challenges are, develop countermeasures, and, and evaluate the effectiveness of the countermeasures. So we've got a meeting cadence right now at all our plants where everybody from the line leads to the supervisors to the supply chain guys to maintenance, um, quality, sometimes safety. You know, they meet and do huddles twice a day for each shift. And they go through in real time using the ignition dashboards, you know, what's going on. Um, we have a whole um, task, I guess like a task list that's within ignition that we identify what an issue is. We implement a countermeasure. We log it in ignition. We assign it to somebody to be completed. When it's completed, we go back and, and we evaluate the effectiveness of the countermeasures. But the cool thing is everybody's engaged. So now that all the data is visible, you know, we're getting ideas from people that are, you know, machine operators that have never been involved in any types of problem solving. You know, they're, they're the grunts on the floor. Right. And now they're empowered. They're engaged and empowered. Now they're empowered and, and, and they're the ones that are saying, hey, you know, this is something that's been kicking our butts for the last six months, but they never had, you know, a venue to be able to offer it up. So yeah. we're able to attack the little stuff, the, you know, the low-hanging fruit's easy, but when you get into, you know, making incremental improvements of, of you know, 10%, that's where you need everybody's input. And, and the results have been huge. You know, we, we've got record productivity. Um, the one plan I showed you yesterday, we, we had a 50% OEE improvement over a seven-month span. Um, that's actually, I'm sorry, it was 100% improvement over a seven-month span, which actually forced us to relook at what our production standards were and rewrite all of our bill of materials um, because we didn't know we could run as fast as we were running. Sure. Those kind of things actually speak all the way up and down an organization when you start seeing that kind of an ROI from the investment. Um, and so if you think about it as your industry and the impact you guys have had as a company and the plants that you're responsible for from, from your post... If you look back over the past year, um, with a little bit of time that we have left, I'd like to sort of have you maybe take a moment and say, um, where do you see yourself and your company growing and what benefits you've seen over the past year or two? And then maybe also, where do you see that going into the future? So over the past year, you know, as I just noted, we, we've made some significant productivity gains. And, and we're a very, very flexible company. We pride ourselves in our ability to make virtually anything that's, that's in our um, manufacturing toolbox, so to speak. And when you get the productivity improvements that we've gotten, it allows you to open up capacity. So now we can sell more product. We can bring new products in because we can make the other products faster. 
Um, it, it allows us flexibility in how we can lay a plant out. Um, it's just, it's huge, the impact that just, you know, even a 10% improvement in productivity opens up doors for maybe a small batch for, you know, one of our customers or, or larger batches that we didn't think we had the capacity for before. So where I, where I see us going in the future is, you know, there's a couple points in, in our manufacturing process that aren't on the system yet. Um, obviously, due to the success that we've had, those points are now a, a top priority for our leadership team to get on the system. So we've got some challenges. Technically, some of the equipment's old. Um, some of the equipment we might have to, to rebuild, but our objective is to make everything everywhere visible through ignition. Okay, okay. Well, as a final question then, it's kind of just open-ended question. Um, anything you, this is a diverse audience. Uh, there's certainly food and beverage professionals listening in, but there's a lot of folks who aren't. They're trying to understand uh, a little bit about what Ignition is and where we are, and our conversations go all sorts of different directions. Any final thing you wanted to share with the audience just from your personal experience and things you think they might find interesting? Well, that's an interesting question. The, the, the biggest thing that I say, if, if anybody's considering going to Ignition or is already on Ignition with a, a very, very stringent um, project plan, open your eyes and your ears and, and understand what other people have been able to do with the system. Um, there are some people that are doing some some crazy stuff. I know Steve has often told you we had when we built this we have no idea what people are going to use it for so just don't you know don't automatically think you, it can't do it because typically it can thanks dan dan stoff thanks don very much appreciate your time i know you got a busy schedule so thanks for taking time out to join us here on inductive conversations from inductive automation that's our show for today Hey listeners, this is a quick reminder to subscribe to our podcast if you're enjoying the conversations. Also, if you have a topic or a question you'd like us to cover, or if you're interested in being a guest on a future episode, then please send your inquiries to podcast at inductiveautomation.com.